This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI TV. Welcome back to Now with Dave Brown here on AMI-tv, filling in for Dave today. My name is Andy Frank. Dave will be back tomorrow, I promise. Gives me great pleasure at this moment to bring on a columnist, contributor, and so much more, a real pillar of everything we do at AMI-tv and audio, Mr. Mark Aflalo, who's been with us since day one. How you doing, Mark? I'm good. Are you, Mr. Frank? I'm doing very well. It's not like we don't, you know, talk enough off the air. <laughs> now we this is to... just another opportunity. Come on, it's Monday morning. Why wouldn't we talk now? <laughs> we get to talk on the air. So uh, we'll uh, we'll discuss a little bit about uh, what you're here to discuss, and then uh, who knows where the conversation will go after <laughs> that. But, uh, Mark, right now there's a bunch of changes happening. Google's announced some changes uh, to users that will help uh, help people to share files more easily between Android devices. But can you just, first of all, just reframe what I just said in more, uh, friend, <laughs> more friendly language? Well, for those people who are iPhone users, which, uh, you know, and a lot of people who listen to, to this show and watch this show, uh, tend to be really lean towards uh, the iPhone, uh, minus Dave Brown, of course. Uh, yeah. They've used to things called uh, AirDrop. AirDrop is a feature that allows you to see devices that are around you and share files with those people. Really quick and easy way to do it so you don't have to worry about texting or iMessaging or whatever or sending emails. You can just literally send photos and files to people. Well, Android has been kind of behind the eight ball when it comes to having a feature like that until now. So what's happening is that they're rolling out Android 13, their latest generation of their operating system. And one of the new features is called the self-share feature. It gives Android devices the opportunity to accept files from each other, but also even if the screen is off. So you can actually approve certain users to be able to send you stuff, and you don't even have to hit that accept button. So they're taking things a little bit further than Apple did in their variation of AirDrop, and they're making it really easy for you to send stuff back and forth. This works not only between you and other people and other friends and family that might be near you, but also amongst your own devices. So if you've got, a, for example, a tablet or a computer and you want to send files to your phone, you can do that pretty easily. It's also going to be a feature that's going to be enabled on Chromebooks as well. So really, it's going to be something that's going to work across the Android operating systems. So everybody will just have to have the latest version of that Android system. Exactly. Any device using Android 13 will be able to use the feature. And, of course, the way they release their operating system is very similar to every other company, is that Android 13 will only work on certain devices and later. So it goes back pretty far. It goes back about four or five years. So as long as you've got one of those devices, you notice that I'm not specifying which devices because there are millions of Android devices yeah. out there. Uh, whereas on the iOS world, I could tell you like iPhone 14 and whatever. Uh, but yeah, so any any device with Android 13 will be able to use this feature. But we still can't drop from an iPhone to this Android platform. You're asking for such miracles, Andy. This is a this is a world in which <laughs> yes. the world will never then coexist. Maybe in our lifetime, I who think, knows? I think that would it. push the Queen and King Charles off the front pages if that if that existed. Can right? you imagine? You know? I th- yeah, I think that would. Uh, I don't know what would happen. The whole tech world would go be in a frenzy. Apple be. and Android works together. Oh no! <laughs> How can that possible? I still have to then send emails to Dave Brown with my photos. I can't just airdrop them. Because because he refuses to change to iPhones, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've um, 
I've encountered people who who are reluctant to use like the AirDrop, um, even you know among iPhone. Like this, some people are a bit nervous about act, you know, keeping that on their phones, worrying that people will somehow drop things on there that they don't want to have dropped on their phones. Is that a legitimate concern? I mean, it's a legitimate argument in terms of you know trusting what information and what kind of files are being sent to you. That being said, on an iPhone, you still have to accept that. So you can't just arbitrarily say everybody can just send files and they'll be accepted automatically. So there is that fail-safe, which I think is extremely important. But the other thing to remember is that on, on Apple and, and iPhones and that entire ecosystem, it's very difficult to get any kind of malware or virus or anything that's going to damage your device. I'm not saying it's impossible because there are ways to do it that if people really want to, they could probably figure it out. But it's really, really hard to do. So I wouldn't. You know, I would take it with a grain of salt and I would, you know, make sure you're, you're accepting things from people that you trust. And if anything looks nefarious, just obviously just to stay away from it. If your gut says don't, then don't. And the same principle applies to the new Android feature. Absolutely. I mean, across the board, this is applies to emails that you may get on a yeah. daily basis. If there's an attachment to something and you're not expecting that attachment, don't hit that. I mean, how many times do I get notifications? Oh, bank payment notifications. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't come in a Word document attached to an email from RBQ Royal Bank, you know? RBQ. <laughs> Google also announced some improvements to accessibility settings. And what are they and how do they work? So a couple of cool ones here, the sound notifications that are designed to help people in the deaf and hard of hearing community. When the feature is enabled, it listens for sounds in the environment, things like fire alarms, door knocks, uh, running water, and it'll alert the user to those sounds and things that might be going on with a visual cue or even a vibration on the phone or watch. So if you forget the water on or someone's knocking at the door, it'll actually recognize those features, which is pretty cool. Uh -huh. Plus, users are going to be able to add custom sounds to their alert library, so you'll be able to record audio, for example, from a specific appliance. If you've got an appliance that's not detected, but you want to be able to detect it, you can say, okay, record on my LG dishwasher, and when you hear this again, notify me, which is pretty cool. Um, other features are, you know, across the board, Google TV. It now has a selection of movies with audio description, which it didn't have before, which is, you know, again, catching up to the rest of the world. Um, and you can actually find those with, with Google Assistant, which is a new feature, by saying search audio description movies. And it's going to give you a list of movies just with audio description. So that's going to be extremely helpful. Plus, they're adding a multi-pinning option to the Meet video calls. So this is their, you know, Zoom-style conversation app or video chatting tool. It's going to enable you to pin feeds. So, for example, let's say someone has an interpreter or a sign language interpreter, someone on the screen, you could pin not only the interpreter, but someone else so that it's always in the forefront. So those are pretty cool additions to uh, Android 13. They really do sound cool. And by the way, folks, uh, Mark Aflalo is the kind of guy who would record his dishwasher. He really, he really is. I know that. Yeah, my wife is the kind of person that would record my snoring and then create <laughs> alerts so she can count how many times I, it happens. I was not going to go there. <laughs> Do we know when these changes are going to take place? They're rolling out right now. They're actually, Android 13 is rolling out slowly. It does it kind of, uh, there's no real schedule. Every device manufacturer has their own kind of baked version of Android 13. So as they roll out, as they upgrade the devices, you'll be able to see those features and take advantage of them. Our contributor right now is Marco Flalo. Of course, he is the co-host of Double Tap TV, and you can find Double Tap TV on AMI-TV Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Is also, of course, part of the bigger Double Tap family on the audio channel as well. Uh, let's uh, switch uh, subjects a little bit. Uh, telecom providers are signing a deal for emergency calls. 
um, and uh, roaming and mutual assistance. This, of course, relates a little bit, I think, to that massive <laughs> Rogers outage that we had across Canada a little yeah. while back. So uh, tell us a story. This is more of a direct relation to that. Um, it's called emergency roaming and mutual assistance. Those are the terms they're using. And basically, it's a, a protocol that all the telecom companies in the country are going to be following and, and, and agreeing to. Effective uh, a couple days ago, September 9th, if any providers, part of the agreement, face any network outage, they're going to immediately allow other companies to provide support. So if something goes down, you'll immediately be able to roam onto other carriers with your own phone number and everything kind of status quo. You're still going to have to do a little manual change depending on the device you have, but you will at least have, there will be a backup plan across the board. That's almost akin to what we were talking about with Apple and Android. I mean, they're, so what you're saying is that Bell would support Rogers over, and Rogers would support Bell? Is that what you're saying? Hell froze over. No, it oh, actually happened. Sucks. But you know what? It, it takes an event like an outage that Rogers experienced. And quite honestly, if I was Rogers or any other company that saw that happen and go, okay, this could have been us, uh, you'd want to make sure that you're at least delivering to your customers. You may not be happy about it. And the way the way that you're going to do it may not be the most pleasant way for you having to you know deal with your, your most, you know, rivaled competitors but at the end of the day without the customers you're not going to have a business you're not going to be able to maintain a float so you have to at some point say okay this is in the consumer's best interest we cannot argue this point proof is in the pudding it happened a month ago let's figure out a way to play ball at least in this in this you know in this framework who knows what's happening behind the scenes how much money has to go back and yeah. forth when someone roams but at least as a consumer we're absolutely the winners in this case. Yes, 100%. Is, yeah. they, they must have modeled this from some, somewhere else in the world because Canada's not alone to having these types of uh, you would think, vulnerabilities. You, you would think in the EU there are similar arrangements and, and relationships because a lot of there's a lot of kind of nef, not nefarious stuff, but there's a lot of incest going on between the telecoms. People yeah. you know, partner with different ones for different things, and it's a lot easier to switch back and forth. So there is there is a precedent there in the EU. Um, so we're, it, this isn't reinventing the wheel. This is really just saying, okay, guys, we, you can roam on other carriers when you leave the country. Let's let's enable that feature in our own country so that when people are down, we're not leaving them you know, in the middle of nowhere, literally. I, can, I, I was thinking when that happened, that would, that would be a really good idea for them to actually sign some kind of a cooperation agreement. But then I started thinking about the impact on the infrastructure. Let's say you're Bell and you have to absorb all of that Rogers uh, traffic. Are, are they able to do that? Is, are they set to be able to suddenly double their, their, their workload? Because it's not going to be an automatic, just kind of everybody flip on at the same time, you're still going to have to go into your phone settings and switch your band. Um, it, it's still it's going to be a trickle effect. It's going to be people. Uh, it's going to be large amounts of people uh, at a, as a as a whole, but it's not going to be all at once. Suddenly, everybody's on the network. So I think that as long as the fail safes are in place to or the mechanisms are in place to let people kind of get on slowly, as long as at the, at the end of the day where we have service and we can maintain what we need to, we'll be fine and they'll be fine. They've got the capacity to handle it. Listen, they want to. The the infrastructures are normally in place to handle three to four times the existing load currently. So they'll be able to handle it, and especially for spreading the, the love across the different telecom providers. Mark, if anybody spreads love, it's you. Oh, thank you. And great information. <laughs> if anybody missed all that, there was a ton of stuff in that content. You know, Of course, you can always podcast this particular show and podcast this particular segment. Marco Flalo is a co-host of Double Tap TV, a 
big part of the Double Tap family and so much more that we do behind the scenes at AMI-tv and AMI-audio. Mark Follow, always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. Thank you. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.